1: Good afternoon, I'm Pastor Vince Haney from Rhema Word of Faith, the Word Church.
2: And I'm Keisha Haney from Rhema Word of Faith, the Word Church.
1: Well, we want to invite you to the broadcast. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Scripture also says that the just shall live by faith. Scripture also says that we walk by faith and not by sight. And speaking of faith, again, this broadcast is designed to ignite your faith on fire. I posted uh, on Facebook this morning, and and for the listeners that uh, are on Facebook, please befriend me. I'm Vince Haney on Facebook, V-I-N-C-E-H-A-Y-N-I-E, and you're more than welcome to uh, like our Facebook page. That's Rhema, R-H-E-M-A, Word of Faith uh, on Facebook. Uh, You'll find some very uplifting, positive posts. That's what I post, stuff like that. But today I posted a... a statement. It said, "It doesn't matter what you think, if it doesn't match up with the Bible, you're wrong," and and, and that's true for us, because G- that's why Jesus said, "Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word." So unless our thinking has now been transformed, Scripture says, "Be don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind." Unless your mind is it, been transformed and is now in line with the Word of God, and and, and then you're right, because we like to lean to our own understanding. We like to have our own opinion instead of the opinion of God. And Jesus said, you know, scripture says, have the mind of Christ. So we're supposed to grow up and start looking more and more like Jesus. And not only that, thinking like Jesus and speaking like Jesus, and Jesus is a representation of our of Father, God who art in heaven. So uh, again, I just want to just remind everybody that's our topic today if it does, it doesn't matter what we think. People think if it doesn't match up with the Bible, you know we're wrong. And I and I posted something the other day on Facebook about us. Uh, real maturity is when you can look at yourself and and see your faults and acknowledge them. And, and we have to do that as people. We have to just realize, you know, we don't know everything, and I always relate to being born again. As the Bible says, we're new creations. We're basically babies in Christ, and I always ask myself, what does a baby know when they come home from the hospital? They don't know anything. They have to be taught everything, and that baby has to be cared for, and and you nurture the baby and you teach them. And the same with us, you know, we don't know anything. That's why we have to be discipled, and in that discipling will be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Hopefully we'll be discipled by the word of God. Cause Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word. That's what we are supposed to live by the word of God. And that's what it means to have faith in God. I, I, Lord, I believe your word. You said, bless those that persecute me, pray for those who spitefully use me. Now I got to tell you, life is going to give you an opportunity to, uh, to demonstrate that because mm-hmm. things are going to happen in your life where people are going to persecute you. Uh, people are going to rise up against you. Now he said, when that happens, bless those that persecute you, pray for those who mightfully use you. He said, when people, you know, have odd against you, you, you got to go ahead and forgive them. We went over three scriptures Sunday in service where it talked about forgiving as it related to prayer. You got to always not just be a hearer only of the word, but a doer. That's what it means to have faith in God. A lot of people don't realize that. They think it's just mystical, you know, just believing for anything. No, it's believing that you're going to act on the word of God. That's what it means to have faith in God. Not just, no, I declare that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And because he's my Lord, meaning my owner, I got to do what he says. Jesus said, why call me Lord, Lord, and you don't do anything I say. Mm -hmm. That's not, you being my Lord if I don't obey none of your commands. And his commands is equates to his word.
2: Well, I like to I was just listening to Dr. Bill Winston this morning and he said something and the Holy Spirit just dropped this on me. He was talking about love and he asked a question of how does faith work? And faith works by love, but faith comes by hearing. And that's how you hear faith is through the when you hear the word of God. And so in that saying is that you're talking about just doing that forgiveness with that, with forgiving or with, you know, praying for those who spitefully use you, blessing those that curse you. That's part of that love walk. That's that unconditional love. And and just in that post you posted about if if the way we think is not if it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what we think, but. If it doesn't match up with the Bible, then we're wrong. That falls in line with that because our thinking is different. The world tells us that we shouldn't forgive, that we shouldn't pray for those that spitefully use us, that we shouldn't bless those who curse us. But because we're talking about faith and it works, the works of faith is love. And so we have to love unconditionally. That That's that work, that unconditional, that agape love that God has given us. The, the love that we don't deserve, but he's given it to us anyway, continually, even when we mess up, he still shows us his grace and his mercy.
1: I was thinking about what you said. You said, uh, Jesus said, faith comes by hearing and we understand mm-hmm. you're going to get faith or develop a belief system by what you hear on a continuum. Right. Once you, what, what, what you hear constantly. So Again, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. The God type of faith comes by that because you can get the opposite faith too, believe some crap, too. So Jesus said this. You have heard that it was said Mm -hmm. such and such, such and such. He said, but I say. So he said, yeah, you heard it was said this. But this is what I'm saying right here. I'm saying something else. I'm saying love your enemies. Mm -hmm. Bless those that persecute you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. Cause he said, you've heard it said, you know, you should hate your enemies. But he said, well, I'm saying this. Right. So Jesus is the living word of God. So the living word of God, he's the, your Lord and savior. Your Lord said, yeah, you heard this, but the world says, but I say this. Mm-hmm. So now here's what a rubber meets the road. Are you going to be obedient to the word of God? And Jesus is the word of God, the living word of God. Are you going to be obedient to that? Or are you going to. Continue to be conformed to this world and do what the be led by uh, the dictates of the world. So we have to uh, we have to walk by faith. We have to walk by the word of God. Over in James it said, "Don't just be a hearer of the word, also, but be a doer." Mm-hmm. So we got to be ever mindful to do the word. In those times in our life where life happens, All right. I was telling somebody this morning about you know few years ago you had we as a family had to endure some persecution some trials some tribulations but we didn't cast off the word we still God still had a word for us he told us to count it all joy when Mm -hmm. you go through various trials and tribulations so we actually had to do that he told us how to speak right you know he say if anyone speaks let them speak as an oracle of God if we are doing something we have to we have if we're going through something we have to do it the way God said do it yes so uh, we have to remember that we walk by faith not by sight yes we walk by faith not by sight so uh yeah we got we can't be just hearers of the word only but doers and again life is always going to give you that opportunity to prove what that good perfect and acceptable will of God is because things are going to happen now because you got the Holy Spirit in you. Scripture says he's going to remind you of all the things. Jesus said the Holy Spirit is going to remind you of all things that I said to you. And remember, Jesus is the word of God. So the Holy Spirit is going to remind you what the word says. And I'm reminded it says in 2 Timothy 3, 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for proof, for correct, for instruction correction for instruction and righteousness Mm -hmm. see we need some instruction and righteousness because we are righteous now that we're born again it says that the man or woman may be thoroughly complete for every good work so God wants you to be thoroughly complete for everything that you do or your assignment but he wants you to look unto the word for instruction he said in Proverbs my son attend to my words so again like we just said uh, when we got I was talking about the Facebook post and I posted, it doesn't matter what you think, or I think, if, if it doesn't match up with the Bible, we're wrong, or you're wrong. So you got to make sure your thoughts and your words match up with, with, with what God said.
2: Right, that's for all of us.
1: That's for everybody. And we mm-hmm. seem to think, well, I think this, or I believe. Well, if your belief don't, system don't match up with the word of God, you got to push that aside.
2: Well, especially if you're a believer. Yeah, If, if you, and, and if we're talking to believers. This
1: broadcast is faith on fire. Yeah. So well. we, if you're not a believer and you, you got because God, that's a whole nother subject. God desires that no man should perish, but all may have eternal life. He wants everybody to believe the gospel. And again, God's word is not grievous. It's not burdensome. It's the have us to live the good life, to always triumph, to always be victorious. So he tell you, Bless those that persecute you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. You know, forgive. That's going to benefit you, not just the other person. That's going to free you up from bitterness. It's going to free you up from the spirit of heaviness when you actually do things God's way. And always break it down to a responsible parent. If you got a responsible parent uh, that has understanding, that's wise, and they give you some advice, uh, I believe you should take it. If it's sound advice, biblical and that's scriptural, well, they're giving you the advice because they want you to make your way prosperous, and they want you to have good success. And God said that in his word. He said it to Joshua, and again, one of his children were his children today, because Joshua was not here. He said, "You know, my word shall not depart from you, but you shall meditate in it day and night, I mm-hmm. meaning feed on it, and observe to do all that's written in it. So so now the time is going to come when you're going to have to not just hear it only, but do it. Observe to do all that's written in it and then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Mm -hmm. Only when you observe to do it, you can say, oh, I know that, but you don't do it. A lot of people say, oh, I know what the word of God says. Well, why you ain't doing it? I know what it says about giving. Why you ain't doing it? I know what it says about tithing. I know what it says about forgiving, but now you got to actually put feet to the pavement and and, and demonstrate it. Mm -hmm. You got to do it. You can't just say it. You got to do it. And again, that's the challenge for us living life and life more abundantly, applying the word to our life Mm -hmm. daily.
2: Well, I believe that that's where it comes to our own uh, leaning to our own understanding is because we all face challenges uh, throughout the day, throughout the weeks, throughout our lives. And I believe that, that people when they start facing those challenges and they, and they start leaning to their own understanding and then the word that they know or the word that they heard, they don't use it because it's not rooted and grounded in them. So that's not the first thing that comes out of them. The th- first thing that comes out of them is what we used to say or how we used to think well, or what how you've been we used programmed
1: to, to believe and, and speak. And again, the world has been working on us since birth as well to to program us and to believe in the world system. And Satan is the God of this world, the scripture says. He's the God of the kingdom of darkness. And everybody was born in sin, shaped in iniquity. So that world that Satan rules, it it desires to influence our belief system. And again, because we're all born in sin, shaped in iniquity, we have the tendency to flow that way. But now you come into the knowledge of the truth, which is the word of God, which is Jesus. You make him your Lord and Savior. You understand that no man comes to the Father except through the Son. And you get some understanding that, you know, you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus, Lord, and you're saved. And now you got to do the next step, get water baptized, and then you got to start being transformed by the new in your mind. And that water baptism, it only symbolizes the old man dying, being buried, and the new man rising. Jesus got baptized, and that's why he's, we're followers of Christ. He left us an example that we should follow. And and but Jesus taught. You gotta think about Jesus' ministry. What was he doing? He was teaching people how to think different. He was train they were being transformed by the renewing of their mind as they were getting this revelation of the kingdom of God and how the kingdom of God culture is supposed to operate and everything Jesus did. That's why I always tell people, if you ever get find yourself heading down that that, that thin line to religion, Religion or relig- being, re- having a religious spirit, just go back and look at Jesus and, and see how did he conduct himself on this earth. Just, just go back and, and just think about all the things that he did from the first time he started his ministry to the end of his ministry. Look at him. He used a sample. So if you want to know what real religion looks like or truth, observe Jesus. That's why the Bible says in Revelation, he shall be called the word of God. Jesus is the word of God. Scripture says in 1 John, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was made flesh and dwelled among us. Referring to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until a child is born, a son is given. And over back over there in New Testament, his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means
2: God is with us.
1: God with us. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have to always look unto Jesus. And again, Jesus, God loved the word so much he named Jesus the word of God. So we got to always remember, if our th- it don't matter w- w- what our thoughts are, what we think, especially if it's, I call it stinking thinking. If it doesn't match up to the Bible, we're wrong. Mm-hmm. So we had to always go back and line up what we believe in, and find out what God's thoughts on it. What did God say about that? And here's the deal. God had a lot to say. There's 66 books in the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of wisdom and revelation in the word of God. That's why the scriptures say his word is called incorruptible seed and it endures forever. Mm -hmm. It never gets old. It's constantly giving birth to new facets Mm -hmm. of revelation. Mm -hmm. Constantly, it's good every time. That's why I don't get caught up with world stuff because God will reveal the deep things to you in his word about any situation. Scripture says over in Colossians two, I believe it says, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are are hidden in, in, in God and Jesus. All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are are, are hidden. He called them treasures too, are hidden in in, in God and Jesus. So since they're hidden, they got to be revealed. Mm -hmm. And as I seek ye first, seek after him, be a God chaser, he's going to reveal the deep things or mysteries to me. He's going to, I was just talking about uh, Booker T. Washington and George Washington Carver. You know, they birthed more millionaires out of their universities, Tuskegee University, and then Yale or Harvard. And God gave them just wisdom and God does give you wisdom. He has all wisdom. And if that's where I'm heading right now and start thanking God for allowing his wisdom to be formed in me as it flows in me and through me, it's being formed in me and it's given me perfect knowledge of every situation and every circumstance i come up against.
2: Just be- like he desires for all of his children.
1: Right, 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 right. So, and I, and I'm laying hold to that promise. Mm-hmm. So God wants to give you wisdom. And I was thinking of that I always reference, uh, Jacob, with laban god gave him laban had been cheating him out of his wages for years so god gave jacobs some wisdom and knowledge to outsmart him to outwit him he told him you know put some of this in there and then all the cattle most of them will come out spotted and speckled so god has all wisdom and again we have to acknowledge that that's why we refer to him as abba father he has all wisdom and we know again when a child come home from the hospital they don't have any wisdom Mm-hmm. The parent is their guide, their wisdom. So uh, we have to understand that we have a relationship with God now through Jesus Christ as our Abba Father. And the Bible says we're now heirs with God and joint heirs with Christ Jesus. And again in first John said as he is so we are. We're in the family of God. So we have access by faith to the wisdom and knowledge of God, mm-hmm. to fellowship with God and he'll through. And that's why he left us his Holy Spirit to teach and lead and guide us into all truth. That still small voice comes through his Holy Spirit that's alive in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Your spirit is not dead again, it's alive. And that's a whole nother subject because we're spirits living in a body. And our spirits would die, they were dead to God, but when we get born again, they're alive to God. Now we can hear from God. Mm-hmm. And again, and one way, I heard Pastor Winston say that, one way, and I understand that too, one way w- way to hear from God is through his word. <laughs> Yeah, I think he posted that the other day, that's, you know, you can hear from God through his word because scripture says in Hebrews 4.12, the word of God is living and powerful. Mm -hmm. It didn't say it was dead and ineffective. It's living and it's powerful. And Thessalonians said his word is, works effectively in those who believe. Well, we who are born again are are those who believe. So we just got to keep believing the word of God and allowing our thoughts now to to catch up with his. Mm He said in Isaiah, let me just say this. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. Mm -hmm. Even just like the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my thoughts and my ways higher than yours. So he wants Mm -hmm. us to come up to his level because we're in the God class now that we're born again. Mm -hmm. We're a royal priesthood, a holy nation.
2: Mm -hmm. Amen. I was just thinking about when you were talking about just that stinking thinking and just our way of thinking. And I just want to encourage There may be someone that's listening right now who's fasting during this time because it's Lent season. And, you know, a lot of us, when we go through these 40 days of fasting, we think about, I'm going to deprive myself from, or I'm going to sacrifice sweets. And, you know, just the simple things that really we could give up. It may be hard for you, but also what's hard for you is as we're talking about faith and just transforming the way we think, that could be something that you can add to your uh, day-to-day fasting. Is I am fasting from stinking thinking. I am fasting from the way that I used to think. Maybe there was a, a issue or something in your life, and, and you may uh, have a view or an opinion about it. And may it may be the wrong opinion. It may not be the opinion of th- what God says about the situation or how we're supposed to be as Christians. And so maybe you want to add that to your fast during this time, during this time of Lent season. So I would just like to encourage those that who, that are fasting during this forty days of Lent season to maybe add um, stinking thinking that you're gonna, you would fast like to, from right, you would like to be transformed by faith from that stinking thinking. Now,
1: and, and I'm gonna help you with, you know, uh, getting set free from stinking thinking. You got to start now. You got to. You got to replace it with something so that your thoughts scripture says, casting down every thought and every high thing, every imagination, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So now you got to start studying and meditating on the word of God. That's what's going to destroy that stinking thinking because the word of God is referred to in this is spiritual warfare to Ephesians six is the sword of the spirit. So that sword is used to fight with to cut. It's going to cut out and root out all that stinking thinking. But you got to use that word. You got to plant that new seed, that word of God. Word is considered seed as well. You got to plant that seed in the good ground of your heart. And You may have to, you will not have to pray and ask God to search your heart and reveal to you areas you haven't submitted and give him permission to to clean out your garden, to search your heart.
2: And I'm going to say that it all depends on what issue you're struggling with. Find a word on it. And meditate on that specifically. And there's a word for everything.
1: And, and again, I have a Bible with a concordance in it, you know, concordance in the back of the Bible. I can just look up a, a, a name or subject and get some scriptures on that. And again, you know, you got to, the Bible says, you know, be diligent to show yourself approved. You have to be a student of the scripture, just like if you was taking a class at Chico State, you know, elementary school, high school, you got to be a student. Remember, we got born again. We don't know anything. So we got to Jesus say, come learn of me. We got to come learn about kingdom living, about the kingdom culture, about the God, the kingdom of God lifestyle. And you're going to learn that by studying the word of God, meditating on the word of God, and then actually demonstrating it, doing it, putting it to practice. That's how you're going to mature spiritually. That's how you're going to grow up into the head, which is Christ Jesus. And that's what God's desire. That's why he gave us Jesus as a sample son, as a role model. That's why we're called the body of Christ. Jesus is the head of the body. Scripture says, which is the church, which is we. We're part of the body. Yeah, so he wants us to grow up. He don't want us to be like little children. And I always say in the natural, yeah, our kids are cute when they come home as little babies, but... Yes, we kind of want them to stay little, but we really want to grow them up. We want them to grow up because we're making plans for them. And those plans are good. We want them, yeah, they're going to go to college. Little Johnny's going to be a doctor. He's going to be a lawyer. He's going to be this, that. We have plans for it. We have good plans. And God says, I, I want you to grow up to the head, which is Christ Jesus. The scripture says in Colossians, Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Mm-hmm. So Jesus demonstrated God constantly on earth. And he tells us, be imitators of Christ. Well, Jesus imitated God, and he tells us to imitate Christ. Now you're going to get it. We're heirs with God and joint heirs with Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and then he gives us his Holy Spirit to accomplish that. He awakens our spirit. Scripture said in Romans 8, 11, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside of us. Mm-hmm. So we can do, we really can do all things through Christ Christ's grace. We really can forgive. We really can, you know, Extend forgiveness to others or, or pray for our enemies, oh man, that seemed like a hard one. but you can do it because I tell people this all the time. God is not going to tell you to do something you can't do. He's not going to command it. He's not that type of father. He's not that type of lord or savior to tell you to do something you can't do. It's just like surrender yourself when you got born again, oh you just, oh, I can't do that. Yeah, you can. you already did it. You're in the family, you're in the kingdom of God so He's, again, he said, my commands are not burdensome. I'm not going to put something on you that you can't do. Because remember, greater is he that's in me, that he that's in the world, that's scripture. That's what God said about you. So we have to say the same thing about us and live our life like that on a daily. You just should live by faith. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word. So that's how we live. We live by the gospel. And, and it's, it's called the gospel for a reason. It's considered good news it's good. god's gave us some good news of how to live life and have it more abundantly mm-hmm. and all we have to do is not be forgetful hearers of the word but doers you just got to be mindful okay when those situations in life come up you got to be mindful we do it all the time in our marriage huh we have to be mindful mm-hmm. uh-oh what the words say okay we're heirs together of the grace of god husband love your wife as christ loved the church you have to do that you have to think about that so that means you have to be pondering meditating chewing music on the word so it'll come to your remembrance in your day. scripture you say in your evil day, whatever that may be, you got to be knowing what the word says. Cause when that time come, you want to be girded up. Mm-hmm. You want to know how to just regurgitate and let it come out. Jesus said it all the time. He kept, remember he was in the wilderness being tempted by Satan. He kept on saying it is written. It is written. And not only he was declaring that he was doing it. He, demonstrated what was written Mm so and again he's our sample he's the sample son
2: he's our role model just as he used the word to combat the enemy that's what we have to do that's why we have to know the word and the word has to be hidden in our hearts that's why the scripture says to guard your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life whatever is in us is what's going to come out of us that's what we're going to continue to speak
1: and not only that, garden your heart. You got to be mindful. Like we just said, the scripture, just not what the scripture, my post today, it doesn't matter what you think. It, it only matters if it lines up with the Bible. We got to be sure what we put in our heart is from the word of God. And we're out of time, but we're definitely not out of faith. And we want to remind you as you continue to go through this week, keep walking Bye by faith. faith.